So Cody, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, man. Look, my name is Cody. Uh, I'm a marketing agency owner here in Australia. I'm based in Cairns, actually, uh, far north Queensland. I've been in the industry for four and a half years in the real estate niche. Yeah, I remember like I, I searched all your YouTube videos. I think I was like in that stage where I was in analysis paralysis, where mm-hmm. I was just like scrolling through all these SMMA owners and then seeing how they got to where they are. Because I thought that by if you literally watched all their videos, you took notes on everything and you knew everything about the business first, then that was better than jumping right in, which is what a lot of people told me to do. And I'm realizing they were right. But like at the time, I didn't listen to them. Right. But I, I thought it was really cool when I went through your videos. And this is like the one thing I think that was really beneficial is that I saw how people's stories of where, how they got to, to the place they were, how they discovered SMMA. It was really cool to see how you had gone from cooking and then you had literally translated that to a point where now, now you're making over six figures a freaking year with SMMA. And that, that's really cool to me. So do you want to, do you want to get into that story? Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so yeah, I did cooking for quite a while, um, up until about age 17. Um, you know, and then I pretty much left that whole, uh, cooking world. I was doing it from 13 to 17, um, full time, like really dedicated. And then I was on YouTube, uh, like a lot of people and they, you know, come across Gary V and Ty Lopez and, you know, obviously Ty Lopez at that time, I believe it was 2017, um, you know, 2018, he was really pushing, uh, his marketing agency program. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was called. Um, but the thing that really intrigued me about marketing was the skill factor, right? So yes, building a business and traveling the world. I think that, uh, is appealing to everyone. Right. Um, however, for me, it was also the fact that I didn't go to university. I'm someone that doesn't believe in traditional education. Um, and I was like, well, here I am, I could learn a high income skill. Right. And whether I do this in five years or not, I can build any business I want because I understand sales, marketing, copywriting and all that. Right. Like you always need sales um, and you're always going to need to know marketing to get customers uh, in your business. So that's kind of what really attracted me to the whole um, SMMA space. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I I think a lot of uh, a, a lot of people they don't really know what SMMA is right now, mm. and I, I think a lot of people like when they're when they're searching, oh yeah, how can I make money online? The first things they see are e-commerce, drop shipping, and crypto, yep. right? But the thing 100%. is, is that like that's I've seen all these owners, right? They they do maybe like two years in e-commerce, and they're like, oh my god, I hate this so much, and then they finally <laughs> find SMMA, which is like really crazy to me. But the, I think the big names, Ty Lopez, Iman Gaji. I think those guys are really what like sprung this up. And as good yeah. as that is, I still I still think it's like kind of bad in a way because now, for example, I, I don't know if you've heard of this formula before, but it's like if you send out two thousand emails, that's what you're what that's the conversion to get one client. And then before maybe Ty Lopez, before Iman Gaji, the number was like a hundred. And then a lot of yeah. people still think that works today. And then now all these people who are trying SMMA for the first time they are like, no, this this shit's a scam. It's not working yeah. at all. And you know, it's the same story over and over again. But it's like output equals uh, input equals 
you know, output or whatever the, the, the thing is, right? Like yep. the more work, the more outreach you send, the more responses, the more meetings you're going to set, the more clients you're going to get, right? It's, it's, it's a it's numbers simple. game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a numbers game, right? That's sales. But I mean, you know, people are out here thinking they can send 10, 20, 30 pieces of outreach a day and then they put their feet up and call it a day and then they wonder why they're not getting clients. It's like, dude, you need to be doing three, four, five times the amount of outreach you are every single day. Um, that's how you get clients. You know, I think a lot of people have this impression that they just see all these TikToks, they see all these reels of all these yeah. people living these very lavish lifestyles. They're they're, yeah. they're they have like five supercars. They're in Dubai. They're in those tall yeah. buildings, and then they they're listening to all these videos saying like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like this e-commerce guy's like, "Oh yeah, I told my student he's 15 years old. You got to drop out of high school. You got to focus on <laughs> e-commerce all the way, right?" And then, yeah. and I'm I'm like, you know, it, it just it just all of that content, and you just keep consuming it. I feel like it psychologically tricks your mind into believing a lot of it. So you get yeah, to 100%. a point. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like you get to a point where you're like, Oh yeah, this is a get rich quick, easy thing. And then like, I can really make a lot of money fast. And then you, maybe you don't sign a client for your first four months and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, wh- no, I, I don't want to do this. hundred percent. dude. Yeah. Like it's, it's not easy. It's simple. It's yeah. not easy, but it, it, it is simple. Right? I think a lot I of people. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people overcomplicate the process, but they, don't realize how much work is actually involved, yeah. right? They see all this uh, lavish lifestyle stuff and they see Emen Gaji like traveling the world and making millions of dollars, but he spent five, six years in the fucking trenches. Sorry, for in the trenches. No, I don't right? like, You can curse him. Um, yeah. In the trenches, yeah. doing the outreach, doing the work before he ever seen any um, success. Really? Right? Like Iman? I, I don't know, like a lot of people, I, I don't know too much about yeah. like his story, but a lot of people, they put in two, three, four, five years of work and then they get to that place. And it's like, but only the people only see where they are now and they don't see the behind the scenes. They don't see all the work that um, got them, got them where they are. Yeah. Iman has this, I, I, it was like in one of his podcasts, I think he just spoke on, he said that it's not about, he, he doesn't look at age. He thinks that age is not a factor here. Like you should not even yeah. be looking at it. He thinks it's about when you start and how many years you've been doing it. So he said, you yeah. know, at 14 years old, right? Like you've probably seen that he started meditating in the bathroom, like yeah. during lunch, right? He was reading self-development books every single week. He was, he was working out like six days a week or something like that. And then just building those fundamentals. He got to mm-hmm. a point where he starts his SMMA around, I think by the time he's about to turn 17 years old and by 18 is a millionaire, right? So yeah. the thing is, is that I, I think that if you do not have the fundamentals down, that is so crucial. That is so key because the, a lot of people, if they want to succeed in the space, I feel like they have to have their brain wired in a certain way where it's like, for example, I guess an example I could uh, bring up is if you're in the gym and then maybe you're working out alone versus you're working out with like four people, right? If you're working out with four people and you're like, you're pushing a lot of weight and you're in your last two reps, a lot of people, if they're working out alone, they'll give up, right? But if you have four people just yelling at you to get the weight up, then you usually do it. But the thing is, is that if you don't have the fundamentals, it's not, it's like you don't have that, uh, those four people on the side of your ear. But if you do have the fundamentals, it's like you're self-driven, you're self-motivated, and you know that your mind is going to give out before your body. So you're going to push that limit no matter what. And, and I think that's totally. the, the great thing about all these people who do this. Totally. hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. And uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to, do you want to get into more of your story of how you, you're going to $200,000 a year off SMMA, which is incredible. Yeah, man. So um 
you know, essentially I started in 2018, 2019. I think it was the back end of like 2018. I was working a sales job. Um, you know, that's obviously when I seen Ty Lopez and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I'm going to dive into this because, you know, I think, I think fundamentally SMMA is the best thing ever, right? And it's never going to die. It's never going to get too saturated because there are millions of businesses out there that need help right? They don't know how to get customers. They don't know how to get leads. They don't know how to increase the revenue, which means if you learn the skill, you can come in and help them with that, right? And that's an incredibly powerful skill. You'll never be broke ever again. Um, so, you know, that's where things started for me. And then, you know, I started doing my outreach, hundred pieces of outreach a day. That's like minimum that I recommend 700 per week. Um, no, no questions about it. Like you have to hit 700 a week. Um, that's just my opinion, though, obviously. Um, you know, I was doing my outreach, I was doing my outreach, and then it took me eight months to land my first client. Um, and then, you know, I think a few other people have said this before, but once you land your first client, it can, it just skyrockets from there. And that's sort of what happened to me. I landed, I think, three clients over the next three weeks as well. Um, so it was pretty quick. Um, and, you know, I scaled it to about that 10 to $13,000 a month from that point um, was pretty sustainable uh, with that for, I think about, you know, maybe a year or just over a year. And then obviously COVID happened, um, you know, 2020 March, everything went to shit. Um, and I lost, I, lo I lost every single one of my clients overnight, um, you know, which was okay. Um, but I kind of went back to the drawing board, right? Because, yeah. you know, it was like I was pitching, you know, Facebook ads and, you know, that's what we were doing for real estate agents, right? But I didn't have like a real uh, offer, you know, I, I was just doing ads and, and that was kind of it. Um, and then August, I, I was like, well, you know, I need to pivot somehow, maybe, you know, have more of a copy and paste sort of a model right? Something that's, that will generate them leads that will work for everywhere, for everyone, uh, no matter where they are in yeah. Australia, New Zealand, the US. Um, and it's pretty rinse and repeat, right? Um, so I came up with an offer and I started running paid ads and I literally went from zero to 40,000 in the first month uh, within 30 days. That's cash collected. So it's not all profit. It's probably, it was probably about like 30,000, 20, 28, 30,000 um profit but that was within 30 days of, of doing some paid ads um or for myself yeah i i think that's that is that is really incredible i, I know you do lead gen as a niche do you think that you've yeah. seen so much success because it's more of an untapped niche in comparison in comparison to something like facebook ads for e-com businesses yeah so i think the sexy thing now is e-com right? Everyone's yeah, saying uh -huh. to get into e-com, it's the best thing ever, right? Like, you know, you can make a lot of money and sure that's, that's possible, right? Um, that's, that's awesome. Um, but the one thing that when you're starting out, what people don't realize is it's a lot more difficult. So, you know, you may have someone that wants to work with you, but you need to vet that client, right? With e-com, um, you need to make sure their website's good. They've got a great product, right? Their backend systems, their fulfillment's um, solid. They've got, every, they've got the foundation set up, right? They're, they're, act, they're, act, they're an actual business. 
um, rather than, you know, say maybe a dropshipper or someone that's new to business, they don't have all these things uh, in line. They just think they can hire a marketer and, you know, the marketer will sell their products and they don't have to worry about anything, right? Yeah. That's not the case. Um, so I think e-commerce is a lot more difficult in the sense that you've got to vet your clients um, very well. And obviously to get results, you have to be very good um, at what you, what you do. It can be a little bit more complex compared to lead gen. Yeah, no, that's honestly why I think that a lot, all those videos on YouTube, they're like, oh yeah, can you start SMMA with zero money? Like can, with zero dollars, right? I think that if you're entering the e-com niche, like just e-com in general, to enter e-com, like you have to dump so much pre-seed funding for that. Like I had yeah. a friend who dumped like $30,000 to start his, right? But the thing is, is that like all these videos, like yeah, it's technically true that you can start SMMA with zero dollars. But the thing oh. is, is that it's going to take you double, maybe triple the time. And the time, yeah, the time money trade-off here is absolutely, that is a very crucial thing to look at. And I think that if you, if you have a lot of cash flow, right. And then like, let's say you really want to know the ins and outs of e-com and running Facebook ads for these businesses. I feel like you have to pay significant money to people that have mastered this skill over maybe five years of practice. And that's how you learn. You have to, you have to pay to play. That is something I think that definitely like i feel that in smma if you're going to e-com niche i dump at least five thousand dollars save up and then like just get uh, get someone who's going to teach this to you because all these coach all these like courses like you can find on like i don't even know what the course sites are called but i know like they're 20 bucks for some of these courses they're yeah. absolutely bs they're literally they're trash they're bad 100%. and it's going to take you so much longer. That's why a lot of people are, are spending years just get, just to get one client because they have no yeah. idea what they're doing. And they think that, yes, they can start with $0, but they're not going to get that far right away. Totally. Totally. hundred percent. And I kind of was that naive when I started, right? Even with lead gen, you know, lead gen is very simple, but even I thought, um, you know, I didn't need to invest money to start. I can do it all on my own. You know, it's kind of like an ego thing as well, right? Like I don't need any help. I'll figure this out. But, you know, looking back, I wish, you know, I spent some money and because I had some money, right? It wasn't like I didn't have money. I'd saved, I was working jobs. I had some money that I could, I could have invested three, four, $5,000, right? No problem. But I didn't because I was scared. And I also thought, well, you know, I can do this all on my own, right? It doesn't matter how long it takes me, but totally the wrong mindset, um, you know, that's the one thing that I look back on and think I a hundred percent should have just dumped the money, um, and, and put it into someone and been like, Hey, look, show me exactly what to do, how to do it. Um, you know, so I can learn quickly. And honestly, what you just said, I think that's the number one sales tactic that you can use on a call because like when you're saying, Oh yeah, like I wish I jumped three, I dumped three to $5,000. A lot of, a lot of these clients that I've seen, right. When you bring up that price tag to them, they're like, they, they start to object a little because they're like, that's a lot of freaking money. Right. I was then, that person. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, is that what they fail to realize, and this is like something I see a lot of agency owners bring up is that even though you're investing three to $5,000, like if you can't do that, then how do you expect me to spend a hundred thousand dollars for you on ad spend? Like how do Dude, you, a hundred percent. Exactly. A hundred percent. And, and I mean, it's like, also, you know, you go to university, you're spending 10, you're spending tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on a degree. And if you want to learn marketing sales and all that, right. To invest three, four, five thousand dollars to better yourself and like that, it's going to be with you for the rest of your life. I mean, you know, it, it's it's a no-brainer. Like that, that's obviously me looking back, right? And that was the big thing for me. Like it was all it was all up here. 
right? Like it was a mindset thing. I think it's really about like the stigma against it because I know a lot of parents, like, especially like me, like I'm Asian, right? So I grew up in an Asian household. Yeah. Like it's a very traditional route, right? You go to, you, yeah. you gotta go get good grades. You go to college, right? And you get into something yep. it's, for me in this family, right? It's three, it's three career paths. You can either become a doctor, a lawyer or an investment banker, right? Those are yep. the three career paths. And after that, what do you do? You get married, you have kids, repeat the process, right? That's 100%. Asian, yep. Asian That's mentality it. right there, right? But the thing is, is that I feel like a lot of kids, right? A lot of like, if I'm 17, right? So yeah. at this point right now, like if you're, ha if you have like $10,000 in your bank account at 17 years old, you're top 1% of your age group, right? Yeah. So the thing is, is that if you really want to get into SMMA, you want to do something like this, you're spending like 50% of your money off the bat, just trying to do something like this. And a lot, I feel like a lot of 17 year olds, they won't have that commitment. They won't have that persistency to actually do something like this and be successful with it. So yeah. they're like, you know what? I'm going to go to college. Let me do this first. And then after, but, but, but the thing, and they're like, yeah, maybe I'll do this when I'm older, when I'm more experienced. Right. But the problem is, is that when you're 22, 23 years old and you get into a, like very serious relationships, right. And you get older. Like I was having the discussion with my friend's dad the other day. And he was basically saying that if he had started SMMA right now, he's putting everyone at risk. He has so many responsibilities, putting the yeah. mortgage at risk. He's putting his family at risk. He's putting his kids at yeah. risk. But the thing is, is that if you're my age right now, if you're in your mid, your 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 late teens, your your early twenties, your mid twenties, right? You're at a point where right now where you have no responsibility at all except for yourself, and this is the only time where you should do things like this because after that, like, there's so much you're risking, and that's why you see. I think that's why you see a lot of these owners are literally in that age group, that age demographic. Yeah. They're young, right? They're young. Yeah, they're and, that, young. and that's, that's exactly why, because, you know, um, even for myself, right? Before, even when I was getting into cooking when I was 13, my parents were like, why would you want to do that? You're going to be in the kitchen 18 hours a day. You're going to have no relationships. You're going to have no friends. You're going to have no social life. Your mental health is going to go to shit. You're probably going to start drinking, right? And you're going to get paid a minimum, what, like less than minimum wage for what? For cooking? And I was like, well, I love it. Right? It's what I want to do. And they didn't understand that, right? They were totally against it. Um, and then even transitioning to starting a business for myself, self-employment, right? It's like, wh why are you doing that, right? Don't you want security? Don't you want a pension? Don't you want a salary? Don't you want paid holidays? Don't you want this? Don't you want that, right? Do you not want the um, security of the nine to five norm? And that was never me, right? Like I'm, I'm that person, like I do... I kind of, if I'd want to do something, I'll do it. Um, so, you know, I think when you're young, you need to just do it, right? If you've got 10 grand saved up when you're 17, 18, invest it. Obviously you've got to invest it wisely because there's a lot of people out there that'll just take the money and then you'll get nothing for it and it'll be a waste. And then you'll think it's a scam, right? But so you've got to be very careful with who you give the money to. But I would 100% say if you want to start a business, if you have a little, even a tiny part of you wants to start social media marketing or any business in general, right? Do it, you know, do it now because when you get older, you've got responsibilities. Like, you know, even, even my parents complain sometimes about, you know, money and that. And my mom even says, oh, she wishes she could start a business, but she, she can't, right? There's, she's got so much other stuff on that it's like, she's at the age that it's like, not a pot not not a not really a possibility mm -hmm. i the way yeah. i see it is that it's either you give up like all all the things that are going to remain there like all the girls are going to stay there all the parties are going to stay yep. there right that's just going to keep going on right it's either you sacrifice all of that or you sacrifice your goals it's either, it's either one or two things and, because, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, I've always been of the mentality like, if I want to be successful, you have to sacrifice. Some people probably don't believe that, and they can have a balance. I've never been able to balance it. That's probably that's on me, right? So I'm not someone for balance. Um, I've given up everything to follow what I want. Like I don't have a social life. I don't have friends. I don't go out partying. I've never gone to parties. I've never gone to clubs. I'm 24. I haven't done that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, sometimes you think, you know, oh yeah, that sucks. And maybe I've missed out on a few things. Okay. But I would much rather miss out on that than, you know, not go after my, um, my goals and, you know, my dreams and what I want to do. Right. That's the, the, that's just how I um, see it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the big difference. Like you right now, you're, you're, you're 24 years old. Yeah. If you're making $200,000, like you gotta be in the the top 1% of your age group right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what it takes. Like I know uh, David Goggins, like he has this quote, he's saying that like, you know, balance, balance is important for a lot of people, but it, it, if you really want to get to that edge where people like really just do not like you, they do not understand you, then you gotta, you gotta be unbalanced as you can be as unbalanced as un, not being balanced is the only way to really reach that level of obsession that it takes. And that really just stuck with me. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And, uh, you want to go into depth with how, you know, you're close, you're closing all these clients, like oh. how you learn sales. Like yeah, totally. you said, yeah, you said you went from not that confident to confident. Like how, how exactly did you just do that? Was it just repetition practice? What was it? Yeah. So it's all repetition, man. So I had a couple of sales jobs uh, while I was starting my agency and that, which I thought would help. Right. But then when I, um, it wasn't agency specific sales, it was just, you know, um, you know, it was, um, uh, one was a product, um, like a program sort of thing for health and fitness, um, you know, for overweight people, diabetes, um, you know, can, you know, uh, health conditions. Um, and I thought, yeah, by having these uh, sales roles, it would actually help me, but it, it didn't um, because it was a different sort of sales, right? So I messed up on uh, dozens and dozens of sales calls. Right, because I was pitching the the service. We do Facebook ads, retargeting custom audiences, look like audiences. You know, I was blurting out the features um, of the service, but they don't care about that, right? They care about one thing: can you help them get to their goal? Right? Can you help them reach their dream, their desired outcome? That's it. That's all you're doing, right? If they believe that you can do that, you'll sign the client. Um, and I believe the more details you give, you'll actually unsell them, mm -hmm. right? So, but that, that, that took a lot of sales calls to figure that out. The less you speak, kind of the better. Do you offer a guarantee with your business or? Yeah, 100%. It's a money back guarantee. And, and that's the other thing, right? Like I always think you have to have a guarantee. You have to have some sort of good offer, right? Alex Hamozzi talks about it, but when, when I was kind of creating my offer in 2020, in August, 2020, I had no idea who he was. I was just following what sort of Russell Brunson talks about, which is where sort of Alex Hamozzi got um, what he talks about from, right? Yeah. Russell Brunson was the guy. Um, and I'd heard of Russell Brunson, but I never sort of um, got into that whole one offer, you know, irresistible offer thing. I was like, ah, you know, it's all, it's all sort of rubbish, you know, don't really need that. Um, I'll just do it my own way. Um, and, you know, obviously it doesn't work 
as well. Um, and then I kind of reevaluated everything. And that's when, yeah, I created a great offer. It was guaranteeing 10 leads per month or you get a complete refund, no questions asked. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it sold like hotcakes, right? Because no one was doing it at the time. Everyone offers lead guarantees, 10 leads, 20 leads, 30 leads. Like six months after I started offering it and was running ads, like I've seen it everywhere. Um, so I think I was kind of, in, in Australia anyway, like I can honestly say I would be the first one who was running a lead guarantee offer on Facebook um, because I just didn't see it. Uh, but I think having a good offer is the key because when you're on the sales call, it's a no brainer for them, right? It's either they want it or they don't. There's no risk <clears throat> on their part, right? So, if you don't deliver, you give the money back. So what do you advise to just a lot of agency owners who are starting down the freelance route right now because they don't have the cash flow to automatically go into something like Facebook ads or like lead gen, like you're saying, right? What do you advise to people who are just doing social media management, account management, where they can't really offer a guarantee because it's convenience offer yeah, versus an opportunity offer. So what are you going to say? Yeah, so I would say learn how to like transition out of the convenience offer to a ROI-driven yeah. offer, right? Because a convenience offer, if something, if something happens to their business, you're going to be the first one to go, right? Because it's like, oh, maybe I don't need that anymore. It's a luxury, right? It's, it's kind of a luxury. Unless there's a company uh, in Australia called Creative Converters. Uh, it's yeah. run by a guy called Noah. I, he's, he's a young dude. Um, essentially what they do, I believe this is what they do anyway. They create uh, content, right? Short form UGC content for brands or local businesses. Um, and then repurpose that content on socials and use that content as um, for paid ads, um, as well. So it's kind of like a hybrid um, between content and paid ads, which is awesome. They've grown to like multiple seven figures within 12 months or something. So obviously people are wanting it. Um, that's sort of what I'm seeing now a lot as well. Like with obviously TikTok, YouTube shorts, I believe YouTube's going to have um, another uh, area where, you know, shorts are only uploaded. So it doesn't mix and match on, on your feed. So obviously short form content is going to grow even bigger. Um, so I think like you can have a hybrid, but I would definitely recommend if you're in the convenience office space, you know, figure out a way that you can transition to an ROI driven. Mm -hmm. uh, so how do you suggest that these people learn ROI driven skills? Like how do, how do we learn opportunity? Like how do we learn how to run Facebook ads fast and how to like literally quadruple their ROI? Like how are we supposed to do that? How do we go about that? So obviously there's a bunch of YouTube videos, right? That's where ev everyone should start. However, you're going to, you will suffer analysis paralysis, like, you know, what we were talking about yeah. um, before. At some point, you just got to jump in. The alternative, and this is actually what I did, was I went to the 10X Growth Con in 2018. I met someone um, who did Facebook ads and lead gen um, there. The next year I flew to the US and I stayed with him for uh, three weeks. And that's how I learned. Um, so whether you do something like that or you um, pay someone for one-on-one -on -one coaching to actually show you, because here's the problem, right? YouTube is like, it, you could see a six month old video, but that's already outdated. 
right? There's yeah. new updates, everything's changing all the time, right? So that's outdated. And then if you go to buy one of these big programs or big courses, you're going to probably suffer the same thing unless, you know, you obviously, um, you've got to do your due diligence with who you uh, decide to purchase from, right? Or you do the one-on-one um, aspect and, you know, you can get shown exactly what to do um, for that specific uh, niche or industry you want to go after. The beauty about lead gen though, is once you understand it for one niche, you can pretty much do it for everyone. That's incredible. That's incredible. Honestly, yeah, I think that, uh, honestly, I think that it's despite the amount of like risk there is when you're starting this and the amount of uncertainty there is, I feel that just with SMMA, like there's so many things, like it's it's basically, it's like the start of a stairwell and it's leading you to just really much greater things because I know so many SMMA agency owners that have done SMMA, they learn the business, right? Then they go into consulting, they make a ton yeah. of money there. They hire a CMO to, and they basically leave their, their whole agency on autopilot while they're just focusing on consulting. Then they just yeah. build their personal brand up like you have with your YouTube and you're just generating so many inbound leads. So you basically you get to a point where maybe five, six years from now, you're doing 30 minutes of work a day as you're checking in on your team while everything's automated. And 100%, man. And that also leads to other opportunities. So I was always the big believer of like the unknown, Yeah. right? Like I was very scared to show my face. Um, even on Instagram and Facebook, you will yeah. not see me post. Like I do not post. I don't post anything. Like my Facebook, yeah. I haven't posted anything for like two years on Facebook. Oh. Right. I've got no cover photo. I've got like no profile photo, like nothing. Right. YouTube's like the one platform that I post on because um, and this is something that I would recommend everyone to do is just put your face out there. I don't care how uncomfortable you are. It will be the best thing that you've ever done. And it will open so many doors. Right. Because here's the thing. Um, you look at like all these big uh, I guess influencers and business uh, people on social media they are doors open for them <clears throat> just because they've got a big following. They've got a platform, right? Whereas, you know, you could be unknown and you don't have the same opportunities. Like I always thought, like, if you look at Steven Schwartzman, if you look at like, um, like, uh, you know, Ray Dalio before he bought out his book principles and he built a personal brand. Like if you look at these big billionaire figures right even this guy that i spoke to um eric sellen in in sweden like real like their biggest real estate developer and owner right they don't they're not on social media no one knows about them right but they're the most successful people in the world so i thought well okay great you've got to be unknown right um but whether you like it or not in this day and age we're living in this we're living with social media right so you need to leverage that i was always against it um it took me years to conform, I guess, uh, to it. And I think that's one thing that I would say is, you know, starting a personal brand now will be the best thing you have ever done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I 100% agree with that. Especially, like, I think that's the only way you're going to be able to grow nowadays. 100%. I, I totally agree with that. Like, you know, my YouTube channel is still small. I started like six months ago, but it's been the best decision I've, you know, ever made. Wish I did it sooner. Um, you know, so I definitely think you need a personal brand. You need to put out content. You need to put out 
uh, put your face out there, whether you like it or not, is completely irrelevant. So do you advise that people start a personal brand right away, even like when they're in the beginning stages of growing their agency, or do you think they should get to a place, maybe they're six months, 10 months in, and then they've reached $10,000 with their business. And now they have so much information within them that they can now provide value. When do you think you should start? Yeah. So um, that was something that I kind of contemplated, right? Because years ago I was like, oh yeah, maybe starting a YouTube channel would be good. But then I thought, well, I don't have, like, I'm not making a lot of money. So like, who's going to listen to me? Like, why do I deserve this? Like, no, like I don't deserve to have people listening or watching me. Right. Um, But I think there's two ways you can go about it. One, you can document the process, right. And be totally transparent. Hey, this is what I'm starting. This is what I'm doing come along for the journey, right? Then as you grow, obviously your content can evolve and and change. And that's sort of what I would say to do um, now. Like I, like E-Man, right? E-Man's been documenting. If you go back to his YouTube channel, he's he been like a bodybuilder. Yeah, he's been yeah. documenting from the very beginning. And I was totally afraid to do that. But I think that's like looking back now, I wish I had. Um, you obviously come, you, you're obviously more authentic. People will join because, you know, the reality is this, a lot of people um, now don't relate to E-Man because he's, you know, the godly figure. He's at the, you know, pinnacle of marketing. He's like the 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 god right and even if he's not relatable like does that really even matter in his case because he's gaining subscribers so fast like all the time and now? yeah like, I, I i guess that's i yeah i guess that's true but a lot of a lot of people just starting out want to want to relate to someone yeah right they want to relate to someone um so so yeah, I think the other thing too is yeah. overcomplicating it. So when I spoke to, um, so I reached out to a couple of billionaires um, when I was starting out and, you know, one got back to me and I spoke to him for about half an hour. It was like 1am my time I was going to bed and, you know, he called me. Um, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, you know, we spoke for about yeah half an hour and, you know, one thing that I learned from like, these very successful people, it's very hard to be like, okay, well, you know, starting out now, like how would you sort of navigate the, you know, the industry? How would you do this and that? Because they started 20, 30 years ago, right? They're, it's completely different, right? When they started, it was much easier to get loans. It was much easier to do a few things, right? So they have no concept of, oh, well, if I was to start now, how would I do it? They don't know, right? Um, Because they've been at the top for so long. But going off to uh, that's a bit off topic but one thing he said to me which stuck is keeping things simple right like he's in real estate and the reason he did it was because you know he lost everything three times went bankrupt with the stock market and trying to day trade and trying to do all these fancy things but then he kept it simple he did real estate and i think that relates to marketing as well whatever you do with sales your marketing process how you get results keep it simple right? Clients don't care how fancy you get. Clients don't care if you spend 12 hours a day in the ad account. They care about one thing, which is getting results, right? Whether that takes you half an hour or 12 hours, they don't care. It's not cool to sit there for 12 hours, you know, twiddling with a button color or something like that, you know, keep it simple. 
I I remember I heard I heard some SMA YouTubers say something exactly like that. It was like it, it was some hypothetical. They were like, if you have a hundred million dollars in a business, right? If a business is worth a hundred million dollars, and you tell them, yeah, I can increase your your profits by one percent, and it's just like one easy click. It's gonna take you like ten minutes, right? They'll still agree you to pay like a hundred. They'll still agree to pay you a hundred thousand dollars for the freaking month because you are generating them like a million dollars. Hundred percent. How long it takes you? It, it, they, they don't care about that. Um, like, and I think you've got to keep your goal is to generate the the most amount of money with the least amount of time and effort possible, mm-hmm. right? That's it. Like, that's what you're doing. Like, you got to be efficient with this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went to an event uh, a few years ago, and he said something exactly like that he's like you go to a nuclear power plant or something and you know something something goes wrong and you know all it takes is a flick of a switch and that person charges a hundred thousand dollars just to flick a switch the opposite way it's not about that no one knew how to solve the problem you you've come in you've solved the problem it takes you one second one second you know 10 minutes an hour to do you can charge that because of the impact it has to you know the business mm-hmm. for sure oh yeah i think yeah. this uh let's 